0: If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss a chance to find a new business to support and learn what makes a city like this one work as well as it does. So join us as we explore Happy, Grateful, Blessed with Tammy Tran.
1: Hi, Amy. I'm so excited to have this opportunity to talk to you. Everyone, I'm here today with Amy Shumway. She's on City Council in Farmington, our our neighbor-friendly city. City. (laughs) We love Farmington. You have all the cool stuff. Kasey was a little jealous. Yes. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. We're a little bit jealous.
0: Um, Amy, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you the invitation.
1: I'm excited to talk to you. Let's just kind of start off with tell tell us a little bit about about yourself. You grew up in Davis County.
0: Yep, I grew up in Layton. I was um, I'm come from a family of fifteen, so fifteen. Thirteen kids, ten girls, three ten boys, girls? ten girls. Oh man, there were lots of us. Um, yeah, ten girls, three boys, and then my parents. Same, same parents. Same parents, really. Two. So, yep. Did your parents come from big families? Uh, they, um, more like five or six oh, kids. Okay. More of the typical um, Utah family. But yeah. t- 10 kids. But um, 13 kids. Oh, 13 kids. That's right. 13 kids. 10 girls. 10
1: girls. So yep, where do you fit girls. in?
0: So I'm number nine. I kind of call myself... I'm not at the first. I'm not at the last. I'm not even in the middle. Right, I'm just kind of wedged in there.
1: <laughs> I I can't so, imagine. And you guys grew up in Layton.
0: Yep, we grew up in Layton and just up Gentile.
1: Really? So yeah. How did your parents end up with that many kids? Was that you know did they just they, love children and that was their plan? Yes, they did, and really? they
0: were like nursery leaders for years and years and years too. So they they absolutely loved children and. um yeah, they were That's they incredible. were great parents. They were always present. They were always there for us. And really, um, yeah, nine really sisters?
1: supportive nine sisters. Wow, yep. I, I so our daughter is um, she's just has her and her brother. So we have two kids, one of each, and now she's got some sister in laws, and it's been awesome. She's loved it, but it's been different also because she didn't grow up having sisters. sisters. She didn't have to share her clothes. She didn't share her ideas. Yeah. She just her. You know, she and her brother didn't really compete with each other, And so it's been kind of an interesting dynamic to come into a family with more girls, yeah, and for her to kind of find her place. So how was that growing up?
0: Yeah, no, it was I mean, it was crazy, I you bet know it was fun. Def- definitely crazy. And we had a big garden that we all helped um weed and um you know, pick and can. My mom was really big into canning and so we did a lot of that. But um but now my life shifted because now I have I have five boys. You have five boys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. and so so it definitely has um I think somebody up above knew, knew that this. I was not a girl mom <laughs> <laughs> for sure. What are the ages the age ranges for your kids? For um, my oldest is at up at Utah State. So okay. twenty two to almost 12 next to almost week. almost 12, really? So, so
1: you're a busy mom.
0: So, yep. <laughs> and have a
1: busy family and a really involved city council member. I know yep. I see you at all of the events and, and all of the workshops and you're constantly learning and yep. you really seem like you love it.
0: Yep, I really have a desire to just like, you know, that input. Like I really want to keep learning and, and understanding Tell how us things work.
1: about your advocacy. Why did you decide to get involved?
0: So I, it started um, 10 years ago when me and my kids wanted to, and my kids at that time were, um, I think, when it very first started, it was nine to one. Oh, okay. And so okay. little, little littles, kids, and we decided. Um, well, we had just moved back from Germany, and in Germany they have these trails, like in between cities and these villages, that we could just ride in between farmland. And so, oh, family safe, so se- you know, safe for the family, and it was really awesome. So when we got back, I decided I want to do. Let's, I with the kids, I said, let's set a goal to ride a hundred miles. And in ten mile increments with your little tiny with kids with my little tiny kids. Really? And so and the one was on a strider bike, you know, just pumping his little legs. And then I was on a bike and the baby was in the uh, in a trailer. So we would and usually the strider bike one would end up in the <laughs> trailer, trailer also. halfway through. <laughs> right. Um but so we decided to do that, and we had a hard time getting to the safe, family-friendly trails on the west side of Farmington because I live over by Oak Ridge Country Club. Oh, okay. So I'm, I have freeways, mm-hmm. you know, on both sides of me, and so, um, so I, and I live close to Park Lane, but we couldn't get over there even though it was like a quarter of a mile. We just couldn't get there safely with the kids. And Main Street doesn't have sidewalks, which they're coming. They're coming. So that that project. So anyway, that's how I got started. Um, I just started collecting signatures, gathering my neighbors and saying, hey, what if we pushed pedestrian access over Park Lane? And um, it snowballed from there. I got legislators. I talked to my legislators legislator, which, um, which was Stuart Adams. Oh, okay. He was on the transportation committee. Perfect. And um, talked to Wasatch Front Regional Council in the city and just kind of got people behind me. And um, so, yeah, I just started talking and attending meetings and giving public comment. And um, we also, my kids also wanted to do like a lemonade stand. And I was like, I am not doing I'm not going to go do lemonade stand with you. I'll bake some bread (laughs) and you can sell the bread and then you're going to make some actual money. And so, and we were already doing that. And so we decided, hey, let's, and I started a Facebook campaign of Build the Bridge.
1: Oh, okay. And so
0: that um, got started. And then we decided to donate a dollar for every loaf of bread we sold. To build the bridge as like money seed money, okay. and to keep it out in the public, like say, hey, we're this is what we're pushing. So I think it took us about three years, and we sold a thousand loaves of bread. Did you really? That's <laughs> so, great with your kids. With so my you kids, were teaching them. I think to the and to the point of like by year three we had enough people buying the bread that they weren't selling it on the street as much but yeah just outside our neighborhood they That's just had sweet. their little signs and their build a bridge sign i totally <laughs> I love it got them involved and so we got that thousand dollars so we did a big pr move and went to the city council and presented them with a big check That's awesome and got other people in the community around us to donate or to match my funds and so I think we donated, I think it was like 6,000, well, was it 6,000? I can't I can't remember the exact amount. But that's it's a lot so of money
1: to just do it as a grassroots campaign.
0: Yeah, a grassroots campaign. Campaign with
1: your kids and your neighbors. That's, that's yep. fantastic. Yep, so I,
0: I kept pushing it that way, kept talking to Stuart Adams, and um, I appreciate his efforts. He was definitely the behind the scenes. Um, that's fantastic. Pushing it for us, and so um and the city and even the county commissioners I said hey you guys are in a lot of meetings mm-hmm, that's true and when this comes up please help adv- help me advocate for this this is some because think of, if lagoon is on one side and we have a front runner station on the other side it's true and station park you know we needed that connection and regional trails right there too that's to access true. so um but yes, it's um, actually funded, and it is. They're going to start next year.
1: Are they really? So that's so exciting! I you know actually, <laughs> that's huge. I mean, millions of dollars. You were able to create that momentum and push that, and they listened. You know what I mean? Here we—that's incredible. We
0: we hear that government doesn't listen. You know, we hear that so many times, and it's hard to make changes. I mean, it has been a hard to make changes. It's been ten years, mm-hmm. but I've stuck with it. And in the meantime, I served on three and a half years on the um, trails committee at Farmington, and then I did planning commission for a year and a half. And now I'm in my second term of just um, being reelected for city council. Well, and you did really well in your race, and you you worked (laughs) really
1: hard, which I love. Thank you. I love seeing that. When will the bridge go be be instructed. Be so it has then, to. It,
0: it's connected to the Shepherd Lane overpass. Oh, okay. so those two projects okay, are going to happen at built. the same time. Yeah. So and it's supposed to be started next next year.
1: Amy, and that's impressive. Which is
0: next year's? That's a couple weeks. It right? is. It is. <laughs> so um, so I'm I'm excited that I've um been able to. That's really make neat. a difference.
1: A huge so. difference for generations yeah people in fifty years, hundred years will be able to use that,
0: yeah. and many people told me along the way, you know you're not building this for your kids to use mm-hmm. because when I first sat down with a county commissioner and I said, I just need advice. you know, help help teach me, educate me what how this process works. And it was Jim Smith, and he was okay. in he lived with, he lived pretty close to me and he said, Amy, you know this is going to take twenty years. And I said,
1: well, that's a I took time. a deep
0: breath and I he's like you're building it for other generations. That's Your so kids mute. are going to be gone. But um, I should, once it the, once that construction starts, mm-hmm. I need to invite him and say we did it in 10. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly.
1: But what, but he how gave cool me that vision. he
0: gave me the energy and the thought That this don't not don't give up. Like this is going to take a long time. But looking back, I'm like, I can't believe it's been ten years. I can't believe it's a long time.
1: That's incredible. So good for you. And and while you were doing that, you weren't currently involved in the city, were you? You were
0: just when I first started, I didn't even know what a city manager was. I didn't know what a county commissioner did. I didn't know that the legislature funds UDOT projects. Most people don't know these. Like I didn't.
1: How did you find out?
0: I had to just connect all of those pieces. Really, And like I went to uh, a meeting and and a guy, he was with this, I think, a bike advocacy group in Salt Lake. And he's like, hey, they have an open comment period in Wasatch Front Regional Council. You should go. And it's an active transportation committee. And it was the mayor of Ogden and he was the lead on it. And he looked, and when I gave my public comment, he looked at me and he said, Don't underestimate the power that you have right now, this is a good project. This is something that, um, that needs to happen. So don't give up. And Mm -hmm. oh, I was just like, thank you. You know, UDOT feels like such a big monster to, I'm sorry, monster wasn't the right word, such a big organization Mm -hmm. to contact and to get something done. But, um, but, we did it. You, you did it. And you just know? having
1: the courage to even make a public comment. I mean, that's impressive. That's it, intimidating.
0: It is very intimidating. And I was shaking and I was super nervous. And now looking back, I'm like, we're all human. We're all right. just people that love our communities and want to do what's best for our communities. And, um, and we're all people.
1: We are. So, we are all people <laughs> who wear socks and, and shoes, shoes and put them on the same way. And yes, I have to remember that. Recently, I was at the school board for a, an appointment that we had a. There was a vacancy, and I signed up to speak as a public person, just making a public comment. And even though I'm. You know, I'm and I'm the mayor. <laughs> and I, but it was intimidating at mm. first because I thought, "Oh shoot, I've never done this before. I hope what yeah. I'm saying is appropriate because I don't really watch the school board meetings per se." See,
0: yeah.
1: So it really gave me a um, an opportunity to realize how it feels as residents when they get when up to speak during public comment. Yeah. You know, it is an intimidating sort of experience because, like you said, we're all just people trying to do a job. But yeah. still, you've got this group of people sitting up there on the dais, I, and they're higher the, than you, yes, and they are in a position of trust. Yes, and and it's yeah, it's um, broadcast, and people yeah. are watching. So it's really yeah. great, fantastic that you had the courage to start, and then you've created something and you followed through. With it. and that's the thing that I hope people realize. Yeah.
0: It's definitely the follow through. It takes time and effort and energy and and. I've never been one to not be to shy away from just asking a question like it's okay if I feel dumb and it like it's okay. That's I think that's what helped me
1: move along was what do I have to lose? It's true. So and and having the humility to realize you have a lot to learn to learn and it's a great opportunity. Yeah. Amy, yeah. that's exciting. So Yeah, good ec- for you. I'm excited that Honestly, it's coming. Honestly, <laughs> to be able to know that you you created that momentum, so, and now permanent change will happen. That's yep. That's impactful. Yep. And I didn't know that about you. Well, so I'm so glad you're you able do. to share that. That's really neat. You mentioned living in Germany. Uh huh. So I was just going to ask you about that. Yeah. So. um um, back in two thousand six,
0: um, we my husband worked for the Department of Defense. It, it's the Defense Contract Audit Agency, so he d- was an auditor, and um, yeah, he put in for an overseas travel. And I, he's lived overseas before, like in Thailand for oh, a okay. year with his dad and their company, and and he really wanted. He, the reason why he put in for this um or wanted to work for the Department of Defense was because they do have overseas travel and he just thought that, that was such a big impact. I mean, he was sixteen, so he remembers. Remembered he it. remembers That's it. Neat. So one day he came home and he's like, Hey, do you would you consider moving to Germany? And I looked at him and I was like, Sure. Really, you know, like, excited about I it? was I, like, why not? Why not take an opportunity? I and so um Yeah, so at first, we didn't get it. And we were like, no, we didn't get it. No worries. You know, just life, you know, life is good. Mm -hmm. And then the call came. And I mean, it literally was just a phone call. Hey, do you want to go to Germany? And so he called me. And within two weeks, we found out we were moving to Germany we had a baby. Oh, you're kidding. And sold our house because really? we had 90 days to report. And yeah, 2 weeks that that changed that's exciting. <laughs> that definitely changed our lives, but um yeah, it was I really was happy that we got to experience another culture. That's and weird. I mean, it was hard. We had three kids. We had a 4-year-old, a 2-year-old, and then a 3-month-old when we moved there. And then we for me, I mean, it was a lot. We had baby number 4 over there. And we, and he was out of the country 50% of the time because he would, he traveled all over. Um, it sounds exciting. He was on the Russian team for three years Boy, and they would, be, would be gone for two to three weeks. And he went to all former Soviet countries. My geography is much better. I know Georgia is a country, <laughs> not necessarily a state. And... um but yeah, we thank goodness my husband loves to travel, and we just traveled, you know, tons as a family, and got to know, um, yeah, just got just got, just to, experience got to experience so so many different things and
1: ride your bikes so, all over. And and
0: we and we rode our bikes. And if if I ever get to go back, I do want to learn the language. I, I was, was wondering terrible. about that. So
1: were you in a an American we English were speaking community?
0: Yeah. Yeah, even our even the church we went to was um, was English speaking. was English speaking. It was all Americans, and so, and my husband was bishop for three year of those oh, years. Oh, You're kidding, really? Yeah.
1: So it was. <laughs> they just gobbled you two up. Two weeks said, before the baby, like
0: baby number four came, he got called to be bishop. Really? <laughs> so it was, and and you know, but it really made me appreciate military families. And the struggles they go through, and sure. um, seen because a lot of them, their families were there, but then their husbands would get deployed. So here you are with your kids in a foreign in country. a foreign country, and you just don't have the services as much as um, you do here in the states. And so that's true, especially um, really with made me appreciate the family them. network
1: that you're so used to being surrounded by. Yeah, I mean, that would be a really big change.
0: Yeah, yeah, and we really relied on each other because that was our family over there, and we. um really have um strong friendships, friendships that you created. that we created over there and that we still have in contact and That's stuff so but hopefully some hopefully like some year when our kids are grown and before my husband can retire hopefully we get to go do another
1: that sounds overseas.
0: so your
1: life is really interesting <laughs> and and you're you're just brave you're, you're brave. You're able to do things, you know, that you want to do and just make good, quick decisions. Some, sometimes people will ask me, you know, how did you know if the decision was right? And how did you know? And, and I just said, it's just a, it's just a, a, a feeling and it's, and when things just sort of flow, yeah, then you know, you're on the right track. Not that you wait around for things to flow. You have to be yeah. actively engaged in doing it. But is that kind of what you found as well?
0: Yeah, I think for me when I was on planning commission, I I loved planning commission. If anybody out there is listening and has even an ounce of desire, mm-hmm. try planning commission. Why not? I agree. It's like you can, you know, try it for if you don't like it after a year, just tell them, Do "You know what? This isn't for me." It's you don't have to run a campaign. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars True. to um to get elected. It's appointed and if you just want to learn um, I but I I absolutely loved it, and a guy on the planning commission said, "Hey, are you going to run for council? There's an open seat." And I was like, "Why would I run for council? I I love um, being on the planning commission." And um, but I just kept getting those that feeling of move on, move on, move on, and yeah, and I for me sometimes I don't listen. As, you know, but then once I made that decision, hey, I'm going to run for city council, You're then on. I just felt, I felt like a new person. Really? Like that, oh, okay, this is the next step. And so, but yeah, I but I never knew that I would be involved in politics uh, when I started, you know, being, when I was baking bread for my... <laughs> to raise money for to a raise- bridge, to
1: build a bridge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. that, I think those are the the best um, examples of people who should be in public service. You know, I, I think it's it's great to go to school and to think, okay, I'm going to be in public, you know, political office and I want to get involved in politics. But I really think that the most genuine public servants right. come from just having a desire to be part of the community, to, yeah. to do something you know and and not everyone has a specific goal that they want to accomplish but just having that desire to serve to serve yeah just just yeah. makes for a great elected person i think
0: well thank you i think um i think i have been successful um so far because i don't have this big agenda other than i l- love davis county i love farmington and i just have a desire to continue to make it
1: to make it better. To and make better. it better. Well, and so. you've been a really great advocate in as far as being a mentor to others too. I know encouraging other people Both like to. you just did. Just to you know, if you want to get involved, this is where where you could start, and then you can see if you are really if it's something if that you like really it or not is enjoyable yeah. for you. Yeah, it's true. So many people I've got you know friends that'll say, oh yeah, I want to do something, and I'll say, hey, we have an opening on mm-hmm. planning commission, and they'll say, eh, well, maybe not that, and that's fine. Yeah. B- but it is a great place. I was on planning commission. I loved it. I loved it because you can literally have your opinion, share your thoughts, make your recommendation, and people yep. really aren't mad. I mean, they might get a little annoyed sometimes, but yeah, but you don't have that pressure to base your decision off of anything other than the facts yeah. and the situation and yeah. really the, the master plan of the city, and that's really what you're supposed to use to make those yeah. recommendations, and so it's a good place. And
0: if you love learning... Like there is so much to learn. I mean, True. my first packet was like 150 pages, and I had to f- look up like five or six acronyms <laughs> of like, what does this mean? Right. But um. But I at, at the beginning, I really look forward to getting my packet of like, okay, what can I learn this week? And
1: um. But yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's great. great. It's great. So, Where do you see yourself in? In future years, do you have any plans politically, or no? We'll just kind
0: of. I'm just kind of going with the flow, seeing where things take me. Um, and I, I don't have an agenda other than just, just to serve and see, yeah, kind of see where see where, where see where I land.
1: <laughs> yeah, see what you can do. To, so yeah, to inspire and to to make the community better. better. Yeah. Farmington, let's talk about Farmington and what's going on in your city. You guys have so many incredible opportunities. Yeah, right now
0: we have a lot of projects. I mean, does every city, I don't know, (laughs) have this many projects coming down? Probably not. I know,
1: I know (laughs) Kaysville doesn't. it? (laughs) Right.
0: Well, we have, um, we just bought the rock mill. And so that the old Heidelberg restaurant that's um, up there and that's um, six plus acres and combining it with our other acreage that we have up there. So it's like 11 acres with the pond and with all of that. So we're master planning that right now. So that um, that just is getting um, just we're just. Barely getting going on the master plan for that, and we just hired a consulting firm. To is it going
1: to, is the vision sort of commercial development there?
0: Um maybe some commercial but it's going to be preserve it oh where good. it's going to be a okay. park an open space it's public access Wonderful. so there's already a reception hall right. on there and and so that might be a commercial aspect okay. you know what i mean mm-hmm. to it there Just might be a little, little bit of mix use. but it's going to our thing is it has to be public it oh, has good. to be accessible to the public oh that'll and be trails beautiful. and like a park like it's yeah it's, it, we bought it to preserve to it to preserve it yeah that is really neat yeah Yeah. And then the business part coming on, that's, you probably have seen the roads and the construction. And um, so that infrastructure is just um, getting put in. And so we might, we'll see more construction happening because it's now shovel ready. Um, And then...
1: That'll be a, a great business park.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it will. And you will see how the business... You know, with COVID and things, mm-hmm. kind of how the tech world kind of flows, and um, and but we we've got time to be patient For and trying sure. kind to of see how that flows. But we we have a new park because the West Davis corridor. Um took a park um oh, from Farmington. Okay? So we have a brand new park that's coming in on the west side. On the west side. Yep. And then um we have a new fire station that we're building out on the west side. So um that is good since our city is um yeah, you're growing. dissected so much with Yes, with the east <laughs> with, and west. And- yep. And then um we have yeah and just it's going to be interesting over the next year to see the impact of west davis corridor and all of the traffic patterns it's changing i mean we have Mm -hmm. we share uh um an we share some uh, interchange, mm-hmm. and so that's something that um, our cities will be, court, you know, collaborating on getting that those traffic patterns down, and then um, a new Shepherd Lane overpass, that'll be a full interchange, so that will really also nice. change traffic patterns, and then also with the county's new um, Western Sports Park coming in. Right. So that, will so be interesting that as well. is going to shift a lot of things with Farmington too. So yeah, we've got big projects, and some um, we'll see how. Yeah, we'll see how we'll everything see how plays it, out. And if you don't like change, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we live in we, the wrong county. We,
0: we definitely live <laughs> the wrong state. state. Probably right <laughs> along the Wasatch Front. We're yeah, we're getting impacted quite a bit. Well, so. and,
1: you know, people talk about all these people from California and from other places coming into Utah, but I think that the numbers are showing that it's really our own children who want to stay is. here and live here that are yep. that are helping our communities to grow. And so our kids are both married we want them both in kaysville of yeah. course and it's it's just hard so I'm, yeah. I'm really glad to see some options as far as housing options we want them to be able to purchase their own home yeah i was really excited to see the governor's initiative for home ownership
0: yes and that's something that's actually important to us that i um am passionate about we don't in in germany they had these huge massive apartment buildings and they were all condominiumized. Mm-hmm. You could buy an apartment. So I think hopefully that will shift here in Utah. I hope so. Because that's where we're going to be able to get homeownership is, small, is these younger couples buying a two-bedroom apartment right. and living there for five years and then needing more space, and then they have some equity to put in. I think that's what we're really missing here in Utah is... I do too. Um, is developers willing to right. condominiumize right. and um, not, um,
1: yeah, anyway. N- not just increase the rental market because yes. it's, it, it's great. So for sure with interest rates as high as they are, people need a place to live. But like you said, homeownership is the path to, to wealth and independence for most yes. people. And
0: self-reliance. Right, yeah. and if they
1: don't have that option, then they are not going to get to become self-reliant, which yeah. is the goal. Yep. So we've got to just encourage that as much as possible. And it's hard as cities because we get beat up a lot.
0: Yes. And oh, it's we not, do. <laughs> you know, even though we allow
1: density, the, the builders and developers in order for it to pencil for them are making these these dense homes so big that they're very expensive, expensive. and they're not yeah. affordable. They're not attainable yeah. for kids like like ours that are just done with college and they're just newly married and mm-hmm. they're just trying to find something that they can buy. Yeah, and there aren't some there aren't a lot of options. Yeah, my so. kids
0: are approaching. I mean, my oldest is twenty two. He has a year and a, a year and a half left of college, uh, at least until his bachelor's. But um, but yeah,
1: I I don't know where they're going to be able to land. It's it's hard, and we've got these great first time homebuyer programs. But our kids, like my son in law, for example, he's he graduated from BYU his master's. My daughter got her bachelor's, and they make just a little too much. To qualify for these programs. Mm. And then people who actually qualify for the programs really can't qualify for the payments. Yeah. They really are stretched maxed to the limit. And so I hope that we see some tweaking of some of those programs. Yeah. So that we can catch that group of kids that are working really hard and they're young adults and they've worked hard and they've you know, gotten degrees and they have good yeah. jobs, but they just make a little too much to get any help because yeah. it's not helping them. Yeah, and
0: I think we're missing, um, we have a gap. We do. That is missing to help these, you know, to help these kids get in there. And I
1: call them kids. I, I, still do my too. kids. I do, too, but they're young adults. <laughs> they're and still, young, they're yeah. hardworking young adults, and yeah, they deserve to be called young adults. But in my mind, they're still kids because yep, they are still so young. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I, I'm glad to see that different cities are taking different approaches and having opportunities to provide more options. You know, Caseville we're pretty landlocked, so we are providing those op- opportunities when they're presented to us. Yeah, but we don't have as much space like Farmington currently yeah. has, which is it's more of really a redevelopment. Ours the, is definitely redevelopment. Yeah. Yeah which yeah. makes Well it a we're going to be
0: there yes. in 10 years. Cuz right. our land it's, it's going all, fast. All, it's all pretty much called for in, it? in for the most part. There's there's some sections but not um as big as what is being has been has been has master planned. Yeah. Well
1: and yeah. it takes a lot so, of vision to be able to do that and so I'm glad that you talked mm-hmm. about um being told it might take 20 years and luckily this this PASS will be yeah. um, a 10-year project, but yeah. usually projects take a long time. When I first was getting into city service, you know, I'd look at people who had served for four or five terms and think, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Why do they do that? <laughs> and I kind of understand a little better now because it does mm-hmm. take so many years. It takes a long time to coordinate, to get the funding in place. place. yeah. That you want it. You want to start something, you'd be able to see it finished. Yeah. So I kind of understand why people sometimes stay.
0: Yeah, we always, and and I'm right there with you, I've, um, even people would ask with this whole development coming in, and they're saying, well, we don't want that, and we're like, guess what, 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. this was the vision, and it was zoned that. They already have entitlements, like but for those, you know, who have gone before us, mm-hmm. that was their vision 20 years ago. And which I'm grateful they had that vision because we need to diversify our tax base and right. be able to be a city that is more, that can sustain when the economy, you know, like we're in now. Well, with, and you guys can gonna, now. Yeah. Well, we hope so. <laughs> I, you know, d- right. get that diversity with... Right. um with this new business park but um but yeah it's but it I, but yes I understand people staying in longer because you have invested so much time and effort and meetings and it's decisions true. that you want to see it play out right. and um it takes a long time especially when an economy mm-hmm. um is struggling and true. everything gets put on hold or takes so much longer and rethinking and going back to the drawing board. And
1: it, It's so. true. Well, you've, you've had some great experience, um, and you've been able to serve in planning commission and on council. If you are going to I, – I, what I've found is I've talked to other council members in different areas, not Davis County. I found that um, sometimes councils don't get along. Our council gets along really well. I'm pretty sure your council gets along really we well. We do. Do you have any advice for those councils? that don't get along. Because there are some, as I'm talking to people, I'm realizing, oh, okay, it's a little sticky over there. there. It's a little bit more unique yeah. over there.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I'm really grateful that we do get along because we've, we've disagreed and we've voted, you know, differently than each other. And after the meeting, we're talking like, we understand why you voted no, and we're okay with it. And um, so, but you know, I don't know what advice. I guess just be more understanding, be true. be kind, and talk.
1: It's you true. know,
0: have conversations and even face to face, so that right. because it's very different, texting or emails. If you're, it's um. Oh, I've I had a really good quote. It's hard. It's hard to be rude up close. It wasn't There, there. There's, That's true. There's a really good. That. There's a really good quote out there that you—it's just, yeah, it's really hard to be rude. Well, it is in front, and you just getting to know somebody and understanding where they're coming from. I mean, even just like with the whole—I've experienced Germany where you can buy an apartment that Mm -hmm. is almost unheard of. I mean, maybe in Salt Lake you can, right? Right. In Farmington, I don't think there's one place where you can buy in an apartment. And so y- you kind of understand, oh, you've had a different experience. You know, you can, I understand where you're coming from now. Right. And,
1: and yeah. I think that that's really good advice, the communication. Because you're right, texting is, it feels personal, but it's not. It's, yeah. it's not. And it's so easy to misread the emphasis on in a text message. Yeah. But when we just can sit down to we you know talk eye to eye face to face and have those conversations and really get a feel for where someone's coming from it it really does make a huge difference.
0: difference.
1: Yeah. And I've talked to council members in different cities who say we always want to have a unanimous vote it just makes us all feel good. I personally don't think that that's a good idea. No. I think it's great to have people who differ. Than yeah. you and work I think that it stifles out.
0: the creativity. Yeah, I do if too. we can feel like we should just all be on the same page. Yeah, no, I think, I think difference of opinions need to come out and we can be more creative on how things can come about.
1: I do too. So, and I really, in, in past years, at least for Kaysville City Council, I've had people tell me, well, you know, before they even get there, they know how they're going to vote or they're, they've told me how they're gonna Well, vote. I hope they've done their research right. before, so, so they should have an idea. <laughs> they, they should have an idea, but I love the fact that people have the ability to sit there and listen to the public and listen to the information, mm-hmm. and still, you could change your vote. Yeah. you know, You can change your yeah. mind, you can change your perspective, or you can see a different perspective or a different solution, like you mentioned. And that's part of that public discussion. Yeah. And so I'm more in favor of more public discussion than less. I know that we do have the ability to have individual conversations with each other. And of course, you have to do your homework to make sure you understand Stand. something. Yeah, But I, I think it's okay to have a vote that's a three to four vote. Or, yeah. or you know, not three to four, there's not seven of us. But, but yeah, yeah, a yeah. vote that maybe isn't unanimous. Yeah. Because I think that that's completely okay, and that's completely appropriate in a council meeting. But I have talked to other councils who say, "No, no, we all w- we want to be able to be on the same page and in, in on stuff." And so,
0: yeah, well, and, and and but then I think it also, if somebody doesn't agree, that they feel that peer pressure to vote a certain way. Right. Where why can't we just be honest? It's true. okay. It's true. It, it it's okay to disagree,
1: mm-hmm. and.
0: You can still be friends, and exactly. but it's coming from somebody who has a really good relationship, you know, with people on the council. Right. And we talk and we can, you know, but like tonight's city council meeting, I have an issue that I'm like, I think I'm for it, but I'm still kind of uneasy. And mm-hmm. I've got to really figure out, I think I know where I stand, but it's it's hard when you get everybody that's coming in that doesn't want it.
1: Are you guys, do you broadcast your council meetings? Uh, We do. So they're on YouTube? They're they're
0: on, they're not on YouTube, they're on Zoom. Oh, on Zoom. We do have a Zoom. Okay,
1: so then are those meetings available after the meeting to rewatch? Um, I'm pretty sure.
0: Okay. Do you know what? I've never gone back and looked at one and watched one of our meetings. So they're recorded. Maybe something
1: to think about. Keysville, we do, uh, we broadcast to YouTube. And so people can go back and I... You know, yeah. I really like I'm that. I'm pretty sure we have that. I'm sure you probably do too. Is that bad that I don't know that? Well, no. So, I was just curious cuz not every city does. Sometimes yeah. they broadcast them during the meeting and then they're not really available except for the written notes. Okay. But um, but yeah, it's I'll have to, to, I'll have to, to go do double that.
0: check and see if if the zooms are Yeah, are, I wonder if they are, are on there.
1: Cuz I do like but, to watch other city council meetings. So, yeah. I'm such a nerd <laughs> that <of> way. <laughs> 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 yeah. I, I think it's interesting and especially if it's uh, you know, controversial or, yeah. or, or, no, I'll be honest. I, I, have I do watched like one to, of
0: Farmington or Caseville <laughs> cities.
1: Yes, yeah, a, sometimes we're entertaining, so
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I think yeah. it's great. It's just, it's great the public engagement and the opportunities. And as cities, you're wearing your um, Caseville Farmington hoodie, <laughs> BFFs forever. <laughs> Brigham will be so proud that I wore it today. I should have worn <laughs> one. Do you want to tell us about? Why we have these matching hoodies. It's such a fun story. So Brigham, um our Brigham Mailer, our city
0: manager, we um Farmington and Caseville, we had some uh, some tiffs going on. <laughs> right. I would say some some things that weren't um, jiving, I we, guess. We didn't completely
1: <laughs> agree. On we, yeah, this.
0: we didn't completely agree. And so um our city manager made our City Council and their City Council shirts that said, Farmington and Kaysville be a vips forever, <laughs> which are so cheesy, but I think it was a good gesture. I oh, don't know absolutely. how it was received. Oh, we thought it and was fantastic. fantastic. We should get our councils together we and really need p- to. and wear them and get a
1: picture. Well, and Caswell wants to give you guys some pajama bottoms. Oh, we, we need we need so, to okay, so we need the, the, the whole. Yes, yeah, so we need to do that for Christmas this year. Oh, that's fun. hopefully they're not listening, so that it'll surprise. be a surprise. We need to do that because when we received this box of hoodies, it was just such a sweet. Friendly gesture. Yeah. We weren't really mad at each other. We just had a, a point of disagreement, and yeah. it was just—it was just awesome that your city manager and that your council was willing to say, "Hey." You know, let's we're all buddies here. We're all yeah. Together. Let's, work together. let's work together. We can disagree,
0: mm-hmm. but we can still work together and be friends. And exactly, you know, because there's a lot of meetings that we're in together. You know, with right. the league, right. and um, and you with the Cog. Is it Cog? Mm-hmm. Is COG. That, that's what they call it. And um, and you know, planning meetings right. for the Wasatch Front with Wasatch Front Regional Council. I mean, there's a lot of meetings, and we. We need to be friends right. and, you know, we, we need to work together because there are things that come together, like with West Davis Corridor exactly. that we, you know, lots of coordination on yeah, that. yeah, Lots of coordination. And so um, and realizing we're all human and, and you're great. Yes, Tammy, you are great. And well, so it's I it's um, and it's and it's nice that we um, don't hesitate to call. Right. You know, we don't have to hesitate or right. like, how is this, and play the political game, right? I love you know, that let's let's just about work us. together. Yes, let's just get get stuff done and a- not play the political game.
1: Well, and I love that. Well, and I think it's it's maybe just special with Davis County. I'm not really sure. I don't have experience working in other counties. Yeah. but we have such a great friendship and such a great relationship with the city council members and the mayors and the county commissioners, and we all just really have fun together. Yeah, and so it makes going to these meetings a lot more interesting because we go there looking for our friendships and and wanting to really strengthen those. Yeah. And so as we work together for all of the events that we hold together and just as neighboring border cities, it's just great that there's not that feeling. I don't feel there's a competition. It's more of a... Yeah. I think it's building trust
0: in each other so Mm -hmm. that we can make those phone calls and collaborate together on um, different projects and different things just... Because, you know, I shop in Kaysville. Exactly. And, I hope you do. You know, <laughs> I do. And you shop in Farmington. And so, yes. you know, building those relationships just so that we can make it all work out. And even just thinking on, you know, like how our police and fire coordinate together. Right. If we need your assistance, right, you guys come. Mm-hmm. If you guys need ours, we come. Right. And so, um, you know, we have to have though that trust in place. And it extends out to our residents
1: absolutely and they see that and then their trust in in us increases as well so yep it is good amy thank you it's been a pleasure yep thank you thanks for inviting me to all my podcast listeners thank you for listening i really appreciate your feedback and your support please leave comments and please leave suggestions for future guests and most importantly subscribe thank you